We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful friend. It's an exquisite day. The sun's out, the birds are singing, and I'm feeling pretty great. Many would say we live in challenging times. And, you know, I would agree. But what I know is, as we claim our healthy, clear boundaries, it's possible to reside in the place of peace and comfort and at home inside of ourselves, despite the chaos and challenges going on around us. I love this quote so much by Chuck Coonrant. Freedom is greatest when boundaries are clearly defined. And freedom is an internal quality. So whether it's our relationships with those that we love, people who are in our lives that cause us problems, or the unrest and discomfort of politics, media, or mass consciousness, boundaries are helpful and in fact vital if we want to be peaceful, comfortable, happy, and truly empowered. We're all connected. We're all affected by what goes on around us. And the more sensitive we are, the less defined our boundaries are, the more we take on the energy that is swirling around us. The more others hurt, the more we hurt. The more confusion and pain going on around us, the more confusion, anxiety, and pain we feel. Unless we cultivate our boundaries. So if you want to feel safe in the world, and if you want to manifest supportive, healthy relationships, it's important to know that you matter. You are important. You have the right to be happy, protected, and respected. A profound shift occurs when you realize you need to be the most important person in your life. You know, a lot of people will think this is selfish, but it really is about protecting your connection to your soul, protecting your alignment with spirit. And as we know how to do this, as we know how to align and connect and have a clear, healthy boundary around that alignment and connection, we begin to be able to share the best of ourselves with the others and the world. We feel happy, we feel comfortable, we feel protected, we feel safe. When we're cognizant of our boundaries and connected to our soul, we're able to share from a full well. We're able to give the best of ourselves to life and to others. So as we shift from other-oriented to self-oriented, when we start to be an energetic influencer rather than influenced by the world, And when we start to really know ourselves, love ourselves, come from that alignment and have boundaries, we start to affect life in a positive way rather than being affected by life in a negative way. In other words, as we start living from the inside out rather than the outside in, again, we feel better. We are empowered. We are a positive, healthy influence to those that we love and to our planet. So it's important to know ourselves, to respect ourselves, to love ourselves, to make ourselves a priority. It's when we understand our needs and we know how to make choices that honor us. This is how we can start to um, live from that posture of living and let live. 
We hear that all the time, live and let live. And the only way we can do that is if we know our boundaries, if we know ourselves, if we like ourselves, and we know where we begin and end. So something I've learned over the years and that I see constantly in my practice, if a person's boundaries are blurry or undefined, they will indeed suffer. I really suffered. I grew up in a family of origin, and maybe you did as well, where boundaries weren't something that were really understood or articulated. And this is how we learn to be in the world by virtue of our experience as a child. And we infringed on each other all the time. So I grew up without a real strong sense of self. We were pretty codependent. We were pretty enmeshed. And in some ways, that can feel kind of good, you know? I thought I had such a um, really incredibly close relationship with my mom and my sisters, and I did, but it wasn't necessarily healthy. So I, later in life, was inspired to learn about boundaries because of my continued experience with challenges in relationships. And it's really only by getting to know ourselves in a deep way, making ourselves a priority, respecting ourselves and knowing who we are, what we want and what honors us that gives us the opportunity to, to be clear, to be um, able to communicate in a direct way, and then to be able to give other people the dignity of their experience, to be able to respect their boundaries. So... What boundaries really do for us, and I love, um, I love it when we boil it all down to get really clear. Boundaries help us to create the sovereign space inside of ourselves where we are completely in charge of ourselves, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We are in the driver's seat of our lives, and we can be in this place of peace and happiness and comfort despite what is going on around us despite what's going on with a family member, despite what's going on in politics, despite what is happening with mass consciousness. Because here's the deal. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are suffering. And I used to think, well, if anybody else is struggling or suffering, I need to as well. I want to be in this with others because I think in some way that's going to help alleviate their suffering or, you know, show that I'm compassionate But it doesn't. It really doesn't help anyone. My teachers would say, now you have a bunch of people in the well, or now you have more more people in the well. If you're just with one person, you have two people in the well. So if you want to be able to be a true influencer in a positive way, you need to be able to get back into the center of your own vortex and align with love and to be able to hold your boundaries. And in this way, If you're solid and aligned and connected and congruent and whole and in your boundaries, you can be with another who is suffering, but not let that infect you with their pain. And that's going to give them a better chance of raising their vibration because your vibe is high. This is another way that we can um, do our part to raise the vibration of the planet, to be in that place of peace and wholeness, remembering the truth, even though you're witnessing the insanity. So yes, if you want to feel better and if you want to be a positive 
force for peace in the world. It's vital to be able to remain in the eye of the storm, to be able to witness the storm from an internal space of compassion, peace, safety, and equanimity. So to be able to take responsibility, which is the ability to respond to external influences we have no control over, it's important to build our spiritual muscle, to strengthen our divine alignment. This helps us not only to feel better, to be healthier, to attract better things, because water finds its own level, right? So if your vibe is high, you're going to attract more opportunities experiences, prosperity, great relationships, and the things that bring you joy from maintaining that high vibe. But the other benefit and bonus is that you're also going to be able to positively influence others and the world from the inside out. So yes, if you're ready to be in the driver's seat of your own life, and if you would like to consciously choose the energy in which you reside and claim healthy boundaries, this show today is devoted and dedicated to you. And I also have a gift that I want to share with you if that's something that you are open to and resonates for you. But first, I want to tell um, a little bit of story. Years ago, I went and saw Abraham Hicks. You may um, be familiar with them. They wrote the books um, about law of attraction. They talk about vibration a lot. And somebody asked, okay, so Abraham, if you've got two people that are in conversation or in relationship. One person's very happy and the other person's really depressed. Who's going to have the influence on the other? They said whoever is more um, entrenched in their own vibration, whoever's stronger in their own vibration is ultimately going to have the um, influence on the other. So for me, having boundaries and being able to continually come back to that place of connection, alignment, relationship with source, I am very strong in my vibration. And it took a while to build this spiritual muscle because I went from someone who had no boundaries to realizing I needed boundaries to making it um, an intention and a priority and did the work that I needed to to keep um, building that muscle. And now, you know, 20 years later, I'm very, very solid in my boundaries. So I don't allow a lot of what goes on around me to get in and affect me negatively. Somebody was saying to me, oh, my gosh, Tammy, did you see the news? It's so scary what's going on. I'm like, I don't want to be scared. So I don't give it a lot of attention. And if I do, if I do pay attention to the news at all, I make sure to put a circle of light around me. This is a very simple, easy practice that you can play with and work with um, yourself. And I use it in a lot of different ways. You know, I'm a counselor and I'll sit with clients sometimes that can be really deeply entrenched in their um, hurt and suffering. And you don't ever want to discount that. That's an important part of the healing process. But what I will do is imagine grounding myself like there's a light inside of me that comes from my heart and I ground myself into the world and then I align myself and I imagine that light going up through the sky into the highest realms of the heavens and then I put a circle of light around me. So it's like this really strong redwood tree that the roots go deep and the branches go high and there's a circle of light around me. This way I can be with others that are in a place of pain or hurt 
This way I can watch the news from this space of alignment and equanimity and be able to reside in a place of compassion rather than starting to get sucked into sympathy or pity, which again will um, start to infect me. It'll bring my vibration down and bring me into that space of fear. I think that's a vital um, difference. With empathy and compassion, we're in our loving with what is going on. When we are in sympathy or pity, we are we are really in a place of more fear. So my intention as a spiritual seeker and finder is to live more from that space of love. I say this frequently. I say it often. I think about it a lot. I'm going to continue to talk about it. We live on a planet of duality, right? So there's hurt and there's joy. There's fear and there's love. There's heartbreak. There's happiness. There's black, white, good, evil, Democrats, (laughs) Republicans, dark, light. But above our duality is unity, the qualities of this place and space, our love, peace, bliss, compassion. My intention is to strengthen those muscles to live more and more from those qualities and space of unity and to be able to bring those qualities into our reality of duality because we're never going to get everyone to agree. That's not what this planet's about. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to explore experience in our own personal ways. It's a very eclectic planet. There's a lot going on. There's many different um, levels of consciousness from very young souls to very advanced old souls. And it's, uh, I think it's again important to live and let live, to enjoy and celebrate your um, expression and hopefully connection to the universe and uh, to be able to bring in more of the qualities that you want to experience and feel and live within yourself to live and let live. So as we do this, as we build that muscle, that's that uh, divine alignment, that spiritual strength, we become truly empowered. We become that vortex and force and ripple effect for goodness and grace and light in the world. We can allow and witness without it bringing us down. We can live from that place of light. So again, if we boil this all down, what a boundary really is, it's about that personal meeting point of yes and no within ourselves. It's a defining point. It's knowing where your limits are. It's like when my friend said, oh, watch this news. Turn it on right now. It's so scary. I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) that doesn't really honor me right now because I don't want to be afraid. I want to live love. And um, I trust that God loves me. So I don't need to go out of this alignment. So a boundary really tells us who to let in and who to keep out, what to let in, what to keep out. It tells us what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. In order to do this, we need to know where we begin and end physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. 
You need to know yourself. You need to like yourself. You need to respect yourself. You need to honor yourself. You need to be able to identify your limits. So some of the things that can help us do this is to tune into our feelings. If we're in discomfort, if we're in fear, if we're in anxiety, those feelings can maybe let us know there's been some boundary invasions. That's what anger is. When one gets angry, it's like it can tell us that there's been a boundary invasion of some sort. Anger is about a boundary. So we can get angry about what's going on in the world and we can try to fight with the out there or we can strengthen our boundary muscle, settle back inside of ourselves and find that place of internal peace, that place of internal safety, that place of internal freedom. Because we're, if we're waiting for something outside of us to give us those experiences, it's probably never going to happen. Peace, safety, freedom are all internal qualities. The kingdom of heaven is within. And as we reside more in this space and place, our lives can begin to be a reflection of these qualities and heaven outside of ourselves. It takes some time. It takes some effort. It takes some diligence. It takes some discipline. Discipline, again, the root word is disciple. It's building that relationship with God, with the universe, with love, strengthening that relationship and really um, inviting your eyes to be single. Let thine eyes be single and your body will be filled with light. You will be a vortex for light and love and healing and peace in the world. So again, it's important to tune into your feelings. Those could be an indication. Are you on track? Are you off track? What is the opportunity here? How can I work with it so that I can get back into my heart and into my alignment? My teachers would say all of our pain comes from our perceived disconnection from God. So anytime I'm in any kind of emotion that doesn't feel pleasant or good, my intention is always to come back to my relationship with source. However you want to go about that. For me, it is conversation and meditation. Prayer is talking to God, meditation is listening to God. We really need to practice self-awareness. If you're slipping, bring yourself back. If you're not feeling good, realign, reconnect, have that conversation and listen to that something greater. I personally believe everything we want, need, deserve, desire comes from our connection to that something greater. But boy, do we resist cultivating this relationship. At least I know I did until things got so bad there was nothing else left. But as I made this more of a priority, my life started to shift. I started to feel better. The reflection that was my life started to transform. And rather than suffering and struggling so much in my relationships and financially, things started to improve. And once I did, sometimes I would start to let go of my connection to the divine thinking, oh, I got this. And then it would fall on my face <laughs> or get hit by a truck and then realize once again, I need to come back to center. I need to come back to source. I need to live on my knees and in alignment. And as I've been consistent with this for the last six or so years, I cannot believe how much better things have gotten. Even though many would say things are worse now in the world than they've ever been. I feel more peaceful. I feel more happy. I feel more aligned than ever because I'm not, in, not allowing the storms of life to uproot me. Rather than being a sapling that can be really snapped into by the storm, I'm that redwood tree. And I want you to be as well. That's why I do this show, just to share what I know has worked. 
to listen, to be in conversation, to be in communication. So I love this quote from Taoism. If the boulders are moved, even a river will change its flow. If we put boundaries around ourselves, create the safe space, the sanctuary inside of ourselves, life will shift around that. It's simply important to create that solid internal sense of self. Something I do often, something I've done a lot to um, strengthen this muscle is just take care of my relationship with my inner child. If I feel afraid, I go to her and I say, how are you doing? And if I'm afraid, it's because she's afraid. And if I assuage her fear, if I make her feel safe, I tell her, I've got you and I'm going to take care of you and I love you and we're in this together. It's like that part of me relaxes and feels safe. I relax and feel safe. The anxiety is alleviated. Sometimes there's action steps that need to be taken in order to protect her and myself. And sometimes it's just an energetic thing. It's an emotional thing. It's an internal conversation and things shift. And then I can come back to a place of peace and live my life from that place of observation and appreciation for the beauty that is all around us all the time. But if we get confused and if we are in hurt, it's hard to see the beauty. It's hard to hear the still small voice of love. It's hard um, to be supported and guided by our angels and the light workers on the other side. They're always there for us. We pinch off our connection and relationship to the higher vibrations. So let's not do that. So I want to give you a gift and it is the gift of my guided meditation about boundaries. And it's just really about strengthening your muscle, grounding yourself, aligning yourself with source, and then putting that clear circle of light around you. And I'm happy to give this to anyone who it can uplift, anyone who it resonates for to practice this. It's a very simple meditation. It's about 15 minutes long and you just listen to it. It's a wonderful way to start your day so that you are aligned, congruent, whole, clear with that circle of light around you. And as you do, you start to build this muscle. As we start to work with our subconscious mind, we start to create different patterns in our um, brain, our psyche, emotionally, mentally, and that's when we start to feel better and that's when things can start to shift in our lives from the inside out. And I have uh, given this challenge to many people over the years. You listen to this meditation for seven days in a row and I guarantee you, I am utterly confident that you are going to feel different, better, more at home within yourself, more peaceful, more free. And I want that for you because I know how much it hurts to hurt. I know how unpleasant it is to struggle being human. And so many people are. Mass consciousness is. But what I realized is staying in the struggle isn't helping anyone who's struggling. It makes my life works and I'm not bringing anything positive to the party. So as I spoke with God about this, he said, just be the living example. Just do what you know works to take care of yourself and your relationship with me and then be the living example. 
inspire people from that space because your life is working. So it's sort of like taking care of your own garden rather than being worried about everybody's garden. It's about staying on your side of the road. I weed my garden. I fertilize my garden. I take care of my garden. And that's really all I'm doing now. My life has gotten smaller in some ways, but I know that my expanse and the ripple effect has become more significant by virtue of doing this show, by my Facebook, uh, my Facebook lives, because I get the feedback. I get the feedback that it's helpful, that I give hope. And that is my intention. And I want that for you if you want it for yourself. So I would invite you just to be in touch with me. You can email me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. You can go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. I have a free ebook. I have a free guided meditation on there. And if you write to me, either on my website or my um, e- my Gmail account, or you can go to my Facebook page, just say, Tammy, I heard you talk about your free boundaries meditation. Will you? I would love to receive that gift. And uh, again, I would be happy to do this. Another principle I learned about prosperity is you give generously, you receive graciously, and you don't always receive from where you give. You just trust the process. And it has worked really, really well for me. I'm extremely prosperous these days and I love to share. So I want you to be in touch with me and um, let me know if there's anything here that resonated for you, that has helped you, that has um, supported you in any way. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you have a prayer request, if uh, there's any way I can support you, believe me, that is my sincere intention. I'm on Facebook every day. I do my manifesting Mondays every day, and I'm here to be in relationship with you, to give you the tools to live a more empowered life, a more joy-filled life, a more prosperous, love-based, aligned, um, celebratory, exquisite heaven on earth life. I want that for you. I've cultivated it for me and I want it for you. So please, 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 let's be in touch. Let's have a conversation. Let's be in communication because to me, this matters more than anything. I want to lift you up. So I want you to um, take good, gentle care of yourself. Imagine, if you will, a circle of light being around you, protecting you and supporting you in your alignment with love, with spirit, with your soul, and know that you're in my heart and prayers. God bless you. Take good, gentle care. Onward and upward. Bye for now.